All right, it is September 8th, 2022, Day Trading Diaries. We're back. I don't even know what episode it is, but fuck it. We're doing it live. Today's a uh, a quick episode, really just talking about how I went from almost quitting four weeks ago to having $600 in my account three weeks ago, to now today finishing and having 21K in my account and having a 10K day today trading. So to say it's been a a whirlwind is an understatement. Let's get into it, shall we? I think the first thing that I want to talk about is really just the psychology behind the trading. Because the psychology of trading, honestly, is the biggest difference that I've seen in terms of how I've been trading and how I've been approaching my trading. Now, don't get me wrong, I put in tons and tons and tons of hours in terms of you know, reading different strategies, reviewing my own strategies, reviewing my trades, going back and forth on what type of strategy I should use, if this strategy is working for me, why I, you know, held on to different things, why I took different uh, trades, things like that. And when I break down and look back into the last three weeks of how I went from $600 to 21K and how I turned today into my first 10K day trading pretty confidently. It's it's almost night and day. And there's a few things that I think really stand out in terms of what's worked for me. Uh, the first, I think, is journaling. Journaling has always been a, a very big part of how I trade, but I think the approach that I took in journaling was a lot different this time around the past three weeks because of what I did uh, and how I went about it in terms of the objective of my journaling. I think the way that I approached the journaling this time around was a little bit more targeted and a little bit more focused on what my objective was. And so when I went to journaling at 4 p.m. at closing bell, I would take out my iPad and I would write down my feedback for the day on how I think I did. I would go back and I would write down setups that I thought I did well in, setups that I didn't do well in, if I degen held onto a trade, why did I do it, or what I thought I did well, or even if I 
took a trade and got out, but it ended up running X percent more. And so a, a big reason for that was so that I could look back at if, if there were any patterns, what I was doing, why I was doing it, and trying to understand my own psychology because, you know, as much as I can say, I manage my risk, I, you know, these are my targets this is what I do. I wouldn't do it when I'm in the moment. And so I needed to figure out exactly what was going on and why it was happening to myself and what I was doing, because I was making the same mistakes over and over again. And then what I decided to do after that was I would set a game plan for the next day. So I would write out my game plan for the following day, trading SPX. And over the last three weeks, I've only traded SPX. That's the only ticker I focused on. It's the only thing that I've wanted to really put my time and energy in. One, because the reward is there, but the risk is there also. And so you have to manage your risk correctly or you're going to get fucked. And that's almost what I like about it because it will teach you very quickly that if you're not managing your risk and you don't have hard stops or you're not appropriately scaling in and out of trades, you'll get fucked for it very quickly. But if you can manage your risk correctly, if you can scale in and out correctly, you'll be rewarded for that. If you leave runners correctly, if, if you do, if you follow your rules, you will, you will do well. And when I say I went in and had and gave myself a strategy for the next day, I, I really looked at a, a few things. And, and this is where I think it really started to change for me was I looked at it at more of a macro level. And when I say macro, I mean, I started out on the daily time frame every day after the day was closed. I would pull out to the daily chart and I would break down a lot of what I would do if I looked at this chart. Like if it was a five minute chart, what would I do? And I looked at the daily key levels and I started to pinpoint these daily key levels. And it was taken from Bueller trades. And if you're not following Bueller, you need to, you're missing out because the way that this guy charts, the way this guy trades is unstoppable. And I give him a ton of credit because what he did was emphasize the macro analytical side of things which is something I, I definitely did not approach correctly when i first started trading and now when i started to find these daily key levels i really emphasize that in terms of only playing off of those key levels I'd only play off of those key levels. I'd only play off of, of that level uh, or those daily key levels alongside the Golden Goose bibs and alongside the trend uh, and the Camarilla pivots. 
and what the Camarilla pivots are are a another psychological tool and mathematical breakdown of the previous day's open, close, uh, high, low, and breaks down the psychological range of what a bear zone and targets would be and a bull zone and targets would be for both sides. And so I was basically aligning the Camarilla pivots from more of a micro level, the golden goose fibs on a micro level, but those are the psychological side of things in terms of the strategy. So I was pulling a lot of the psychological side of things. Then the daily key levels and playing off of that. Now, what took me a very hard time was to get over this idea of FOMO. And when I say FOMO, I mean when I'm seeing other people trade or I'm seeing other people posting their gains and I'm, I'm not in it or I'm trying to chase what other people are doing, that's what would really put me behind the eight ball. And so what I started to do was make sure that one, I was only trading with the trend and I was only trading with and off of those key levels. I also was not trying to find the top or bottom of the trend. I wasn't trying to hit a reversal. I was waiting for confirmation on a move. And by doing that, I started to see results because I would start to appropriately take trades confidently in myself. And what I mean by that was that I would wait to have at least three pieces of confluence on a trade with volume confirmation or off of a key level and figuring out why I would take out that trade and writing out the reasons as to why I took it. And scaling became a huge part of it too because at this point, you having a smaller account Trading SPX, you obviously had to go out of the money, but scaling in and out, I would take at least two contracts for every trade. So no matter what the trade was, I would take two contracts. And this is where the risk management came into play is because, yes, maybe I do have a little bit higher of a risk than some people in terms of how I trade and... Maybe I'm okay with seeing it go red a little bit. If it got over 50% red, I, I definitely got out. But 20, 30, 35%, I'd, I'd be okay with that because it does move very quickly. But when I'm scaling in and out, once I started to hit my targets of either the Camarilla pivot or a key level, and it came to one of those, that next level, or that next key level and price target, that's when I would start to sell the one contract. And selling the one contract, depending on where you're doing it and where you're buying it at, could be up a couple hundred dollars. Or now, more recently, when the account started to grow, it was 
getting more contracts closer to the money so that, you know, even just a smaller move would be a couple hundred or a thousand dollars. And so when I'm looking at it, I'm not so much looking at, you know, the percentage as much as the actual dollar amount comparative to the size of my portfolio, because at that point, it, depending on where you are, you're just trying to stack base hits. You know, we say this all the time in the Discord with Keanu is you just want to stack base hits. Green is green. You don't need to hit the lottery every day. You just need to make sure that you are taking the trades. And it's like anything when someone's in a slump. You know, I, I think of it a lot like golf. And a, a lot like anything, any kind of sport, honestly. You just need to see and feel one good shot or one good hit or one good strike of the ball or whatever it is. And once you see that ball go through the net, like on free throws or something like that in basketball, you see that you can do it. And when you're starting to do this on your own and you start to see the wins stack up, you start to then realize that you can do it and you want to repeat that. And then it becomes muscle memory. And when you're starting to do that, it becomes that muscle memory of, okay, what am I looking for? What are my triggers? I don't need to chase. Let me, let me scale in here. Let me take, you know, a couple hundred dollar win and let me leave a runner. And that's when you start to make those bigger plays and those lottos happen is when you have the ability to leave that runner. And another thing that you need to do with those runners is you need to move those stop losses. When you move the stop loss, you want to at least make sure that you're moving the stop loss to break even on that contract. You don't want to hold on to a contract that's green and let it go red. That is heartbreaking and demoralizing. And so I, you know, when you see those green trades, that gives you that confidence, especially if you start off green for the day. That's what really gets you going. And on top of that, too, I think another huge thing that I started to do was I would not trade the first 15 minutes of the day. So I stopped myself from doing that because what I started to do and what I was doing was wanting to get that first big move. And the first 15 minutes of the day, you're not gonna you're not gonna miss anything. You need to let everything shake out. And once everything's done, everything, the dust will start to settle. And you'll be able to appropriately look at the trend for the day, what's happening, where the volume's taking place, what are the levels that it's approaching. What are you looking for when it happens, when it's approaching a key level or uh, so something along those lines that you're looking at? What are the, the triggers that you're going to be looking for? You need to look ahead a little bit. You need to make sure, okay, I need X, Y, Z to happen for me to take a trade here or to take a call. And then for me to take a put, I need X, Y, Z. Or if it's getting resistance from this level, what do I need to see to make, take a put? 
and what do I want my price target to be for my first contract? And you need to stick to that and have that plan written out. That's why the journaling, the plan for the next day in terms of like feedback and then also writing out a plan for the next day on SPX of, okay, these are the key levels that's coming up. This is what happened uh, yesterday. This is what happened on the, on the daily. This is what I would be looking for on the daily. If it was, you know, intraday, you know, it's coming up to this resistance. It got support from this, uh, this daily key level. What am I looking for? What are the, what's the first target price target that I'm looking at? What's the first uh, target that I needed to see it go through before it has next leg down? What support level has been a very big key support level? What's the psychological level? You know, it's been hovering around the 3,900 to 4,000 to 4,100 in between those three levels the past couple of days and weeks. And those are big psychological levels. But then there are levels in between there that have been consistently touched on or either key levels of support or key levels of resistance. And you've gotten to move on either side afterwards. And so playing off of those just give you that that confidence and and playing off of those levels is what has allowed me to grow the account over the last three weeks pretty significantly now I, i'm i'm gonna keep doing this podcast a little bit more consistently at least once a week in terms of what i'm looking at but if you haven't already make sure you go to Keanu Trades Discord. All my alerts are in there. You can get 50% off the first month if you use the code that I have and the link in my link tree. It's going to be there. My alerts are posted there every day. I do it live. I do live stuff. I post YouTube videos. Uh, I'm posting everything that I can do um, to make sure that everyone is making some money. And so my goal for the end of this September is 50K. It's still there. I'm going for it. And having the group around you, like Keanu's Discord, that kept me going and, and fighting and learning and challenging me to get better and not give up, that's the shit that keeps you going. When you start to see it stack up, it, t- it just takes a few days. That's it. A few days. A few consistent days. There are 253 trading days in the year. Think about that. 500 bucks a day. That's it. Fuck that. 100 bucks a day. It's 25K. 100 bucks a day. And then when you get the account growing, that's when you can start to compound those two contracts to four, to six, to eight. You start to play that. But just hit those base hits. You don't need to hit the lottery every day. Journal. 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 Recap. Plan. Follow your rules. And make sure you go check out Keanu Trades Discord. Use the link in my link tree for 50% off your first month. 
Appreciate you guys. Stay sexy, you DJs. Have a fucking day, shall we?